I'm Heather Candelaria. And I'm Teresa Kleinlein. And welcome to Your Divorce Coaches, a Divi, the Divorce Agency podcast. We are rolling. Good. You guys are on, on the air. On the air. And we're back. And we're back. <laughs> Hello, Teresa. How are you? I'm good. How are you, Heather? I'm good. I'm happy to be back recording at Audio Engine here in Phoenix with Bob. And, you know, we are socially distant and safe today. But we are lucky to have a guest with us. Um, we should have asked her, how should we set the chairs? Because now that I'm thinking about oh, her expertise, gosh, that's such how, a good idea. How, is my mic in the right place? Like, <laughs> I have good. no idea. I know nothing about this, this if energy. Good. If it feels mm-hmm. good. So what are we talking about today, Heather? So Emily and I work together. She's an agent at launch as well as I am. And we just recently closed a deal together. And we got to know each other a little bit and started talking. And... Emily is actually a feng shui teacher, expert, and energy consultant. And I think it's really cool because she works with a lot of people when they buy a new home or relocate or, you know, enter a new space to kind of set up what they do. So welcome, Emily. Thank you. How are you doing today? I'm great. Thanks. It's a pleasure to be here. Thanks for joining us. I know nothing about this topic, which I love. Like, I don't know... You're supposed to walk into the room and have your bed in a certain spot. That's all I really know. I didn't do sage on my house ever. Like, so so some of my questions are going to be literally like beginner. How do you spell feng shui? Might be one of them. I don't know. (laughs) But so anything. I mean, from the very beginning. I mean, you might know more about this than I do, Heather. But I really don't. I love it. That's why, like you said, I changed my energy. I'm kind of fascinated by it because I'm like. Maybe my bathroom's in the wrong spot in my house. Maybe that's why I'm broke. I don't know. It could be. If it's in your wealth corner, that could be a problem. Because oh. there's a lot of drainage in a bathroom wow. and a laundry room. It's fascinating to me. So, Emily, why don't you introduce yourself and kind of tell us a little bit about you and your story and how you found this energy and are applying it now to your relationships with your clients. Absolutely. So I um, got my real estate license in 2013, and I noticed that when I would walk into a home, some homes would feel really amazing, and then some just, I, the energy, like I couldn't wait to get out of there. There was something funky about the house. Um, and so that led me to my journey to discovering feng shui and becoming certified in that. Because feng shui brings in like the natural elements and energy of like the outside and how the five elements, which are wood, fire, earth, metal, and water, and how they interact with each other. And so it, it Really, and so in your home, you have these um, nine sections of your home that are governed by these elements. And so it, it taught me how to recognize where these elements are and what elements work well with each other and what don't. And, and then it's the energy that it comes from. And do we, do we have our own strong essence? Like, ju- like in general, am I like? Do I come to the table like more of a fire or Absolutely. more of a water? Okay. Absolutely. Depending on when um, on your on your chart, like so, when you're born, and according to Chinese astrology, when you're born, mm-hmm. you are imprinted with the elements that will stay with you the rest of your life, and sometimes the elements might even conflict with each other. So knowing what those are might help you. Like, why do I feel better when I wear red? Or because maybe I have too much water in my chart, and I need red and fire to balance me out. So it's really interesting. So, but your home is like that too. Um, there's a so anyway so there's a lot of balance mm-hmm. with um, with your home and the energies and and um, and just making it work and the, and also how um, a home is built and situated on a street 
if there's if you're in a if your front door faces a street that is just driving right into your front door, mm-hmm. that's a lot of powerful energy and it, it's too much yang energy and it's and it's you're going to feel uncomfortable. You need to do something to stop that harsh energy coming into your house. Oh, that's so interesting. It, yeah. And how so you said that you would go into houses and you felt this energy. What compelled you to actually start to study it and become an certified? Because I didn't understand why I felt this way. And I, I'm a curious person by nature. And so I just, I'm like, okay, there's got to be a reason why that house felt great and this house didn't. Um, and sometimes, and it was, I remember being in a house and it was on Camelback Mountain and it was like 1970s. The paint was chipping. It had this turquoise old tile and it, the energy was amazing in this house. Really? And I thought, and I just thought, okay, there's more to this than I know. And that was, that's the day I decided I had to discover. Turquoise tile. Turquoise tile, did, yeah. Did, did you learn in your training that you're perhaps more sensitive to this? Yes. Okay. I think generally people who seek out to become feng shui certified generally have a more intuitive vibe or voice that they, they really have tapped into. Absolutely. Do they... This may be a super dumb question, but do they, like, give you, like, a test or a screening before they certify you? Do they look into your energy before you can become certified? No. In fact, I didn't have my chart, my um, Chinese astrology chart read until after I had really gotten my certification. But but based on my chart, too, it does kind of indicate that I just have that more intuitive nature, Mm -hmm. um, just a few of the dynamics in my chart. But um, I think what happens is when you're in class and you're studying it, there will be people that just it just clicks with, and then some people, it just like, okay, that was interesting, but then they go on their merry way. So I'm so curious as to the class. Like, set the scene for me. Are you guys in a classroom? Do you have, like, a fire going? Do you have a fountain? Do you have, like, what... How do you learn what this? Does well, a it's like classroom. It, oh yeah. my god! It's actually so there is like there's like a you know there, there is a um, a structure and a book to it, um, and actually the class is just like a regular classroom. I mean, it's in a feng. We, it was this was in a feng shui studio, so there was you know, appropriate like there was a fountain out in front, mm-hmm. and it was you know there was the energy was great in there, um, but it's basically going through the bare you know the bare basics at first and building upon. Um, the knowledge. Mm-hmm. So learning about um, there is something called Compass School Feng Shui, which is based on directional, um, also based on, and we usually now, especially here, we use it more for the outside of your home. So you can have a Feng Shui in your yard, mm-hmm. and your house might be situated differently. And so we use Western Feng Shui generally for your house. And it, so the basics of Feng Shui is we talk about the Bagua map. And if you think about what a tic-tac-toe board looks like, the nine squares, mm-hmm. That's what a Bagua map looks like, but each of these nine squares represents a specific um, part of your life. And so they're um, like the career center, there's spirit, uh, knowledge and spirituality, health and family, wealth and prosperity, fame and respect, love and relationships, um, creativity, joy, helpful people travel, and your chi center. So all of these are represented. And let's spell Bagua for people that want to Google B-A, this. Yeah, it's B-A-G-U-A. Okay, B-A-G-U-A. And so, um, and generally, how we do it in Western Feng Shui, the way you would align that map is your front door is your career center. Interesting. And the far left corner of your home is your wealth and prosperity center. That's where my bathroom is. Is that really? Your, mm-hmm. and, so, that's, and, that's, and so we're curious what we can do for that. If you're heading into your house, so you're heading heading into your front door. Correct. Back left. Back left. So what do you want there? Um, 
ideally you do not want any drainage. So you don't want a bathroom or a laundry room because the idea about a drain in feng shui is it just sucks things down. And it general and so um, and so you just want you you know and it can be anything but the other thing too is um, that's also a very powerful corner of your home so if you have a child's bedroom in that corner it's it's a it can be problematic because you may actually have some problems with that child so you have what in that corner Heather your so bathroom? if you go into my house it's you your know, bedroom and your bathroom the master is to the left and then the very corner of the master is the bathroom and the laundry room. Oh, wow. So yeah. what if it was just your bedroom, though? What if it wasn't? That's fine. That's fine. It's fine. Okay. Okay. It's fine. Yeah. And, um, and you know, th- but there are things that we can do. Yeah. Because I have a client, and, um, it's in it, and if you have a two-story house, the Bagua map is then will continue up. So that far left corner in the downstairs, that's a wealth area, but then also the upstairs, too. So sometimes you can have two ways to, to correct that. Interesting. I think my questions are probably going to get us off track because now I'm just thinking of like, what's this? What's that? No. no so I don't want to get you no, off track. Like it. you go back to the like whatever direction you want to take us in with this because I think I'm so interested. I have to No, just I just have quiet. so many questions. Right. And they're probably not the same questions that you have. So you start. Let's just start peppering away. Yeah, go for it. I mean, I think let's start with the basic, like the very, very basic. Like if I were to come to your house? Five five things that are like super basic that you're like, oh my gosh, this is the problem. When I walk into a house, okay, a couple things. First of all, clutter, I know, and it sounds like oh, everyone's like demon. But clutter is an energy mm-hmm. suck. It just, just will, mm-hmm. and it'll zap the energy. Um, we all have tchotchkes and precious things that we love and we want to display all our stuff but the problem is like if you have a bookshelf and it's just totally peppered with everything in your living room or you know mm-hmm. in a bedroom if there's no open space there's no space for new ideas and and for just relaxing that's so fascinating right. to me so, it really is i just you don't i don't even think about that stuff sometimes because i'm so used to like the bookshelves being completely packed yeah. and like the pictures and the little things and that makes so much sense. That it, yeah, and it's just a real, it, yeah. It, and so it's really amazing. So I, I have a couple little videos showing a cluttered bookshelf and then transforming it, moving it. And just, you can just see my daughter, and it was my daughter's room. And she was gone. And, and I'm like, oh, I'm going to change this up. She came home and I go, go in your room. She goes, oh my gosh, I love it. And she's 21 and she's a slob. <laughs> so <laughs> God love her. But if clutter makes me, like, I don't get anxious about much, but clutter makes me anxious. It doesn't matter. Like, I purge. Weekly. Oh, good like, for you. Like, like, I purge more than I, like, I purge to where I'm like, well, I have nothing to wear now. Like, mm-hmm. I've gave, I gave too much away. Like, where's the silverware? But I I can notice myself, like, with clutter with my kids or whatever being like, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, so absolutely. Maybe I'm gifted is what I'm saying. Like, I think you I'm should like, go good. What I'm saying go. There you go. <laughs> my resume is growing. Yeah. Um, what about natural sunlight and windows? Oh, we love natural mm-hmm. sunlight. And, um, and the problem when you have a north-facing house it tends the energy is a lot lower and it's a little bit and because it, that's just how it is and so you really want to make sure you have some good natural mm-hmm. lighting in that house because it, it will be um, like if you have a north facing ha- front door it, you know if you could paint the door red that's awesome because it really brings some energy in there um, some people um, if you know red doormat put some flowers out some just get some you know, it doesn't have to just be red it can be orange and pinks mm-hmm. that you know you just want to get some energy going if you can put um a fountain mm-hmm. by the front door and because that's also the front door we call that ma- that your it's your career center but it's your manifestation center okay so like when you um 
you will, that's just where things can manifest in positivity. And, and it's also, you want to bring in as much positive energy into that front door mm-hmm. as possible. A lot of people don't use their front doors. They're going in and out through the garage. Mm-hmm. So it's important to just try to use your front door at least once a day. Open it to get the mail. Really? Oh, yeah. Just, you know, get, especially because we work so hard for our front doors. And, mm-hmm. um, the other thing is, so in your wealth corner, which is the far left corner of your home, if you can put some type of plant either but it's upward growing like nothing you know shrubbery or you know so like um that's why you see a lot of bamboo around chinese new years mm-hmm. you'll see a lot of like trader joe's will sell yeah. bamboo sprigs, and you'll see them in sprigs of three and that's very fortunate you want okay. you want sprigs of three and the reason um even though the wealth corner is an area that's um associated with the number four but in chinese um it um the, the the number four can mean sometimes death, and so that is why they use the three Got it. the three sprigs or three six or nine, mm-hmm. and nine is the whole completeness of like the bagua is it nine. So squares. should we back up a tiny bit? Like yeah. I think I'm so excited about redoing my life that <laughs> I'm like, tell me what to do. Okay, so you felt energy wherever you were. You right. knew that you had to look into this. You wanted to learn why you felt this energy before you even decided to become an expert. Right. So do you want to give us a little info on people that maybe either don't believe in this or they don't understand like the whole maybe premise of it well you know it's so funny it's about energy and electromagnetic energy and something that we use which is from ancient times are they're called um dousing rods and dousing rods was used to discover water and moisture um and we use them to do, to uh, measure electromagnetic energy and so if you walk into a space if the, if the rods are crossing mm-hmm. it's negative now sometimes it can also mean you know, hey, you got a water leak, you got to go fix it, or there's mold. But, you know, if you check that out, it's generally, if you can, you know, change the energy around in the room by adding, let's say, for example, this is an area that is governed by um, wood properties. And let's say there's a lot of um, metal element, like somebody's got um, like a circular glass uh, table with that's metal chairs. And so if you think about how metal can um, attack wood like a hatchet, that's what it will do to that area. So if we were to move all that out and put in maybe a wood table and just different accents, you would see the dousing rods change. Really? It, yeah, it just opens up the energy. Down to the furniture. Down to the furniture. Also, um, dead trees. If you have dead trees, in, in, dead plants in the house, outside the house, it's not only is, are they just negative unto themselves, it just, it, it that negative energy will mm-hmm. spread. And I've done that with clients. I've walked in and I've had the dousing rods and, and, and you know, the energy will, will seem open, open. Then there's this dead plant in the corner and, and it just shuts down. Wow. And like take, they take it out and it just opens up. They're like, wow, I had no idea. Really? Can we save some marriages by moving some furniture around? You can, you can save. Absolutely. Really? I think so. I think so. I mean, there's, there's, there are, they call them cures. There's, um, like, do you move his bed to the garage? Well, there, there's a relationship area, and also the bedroom. Listen, okay. honey, this is cold. Yeah. Well, so this is feng shui. You're going to be in the garage for a little while. Don't worry about it. I'm down the street facing south. That's right. Well, we, and the, you do have good directions bed, but also well, in the master bedroom, for example, there should be no pictures of anybody else except the two of you. Oh, that's because so if, interesting. Because think about you don't Not want ex. you don't want that's your weird. children in bed with you. You don't want the mother-in-law, the father-in-law in bed with you. It's a place for sleeping and connecting with your spouse. It's it's there's no other people need to be in there. No Farrah Fawcett. No, absolutely not. Posters, posters. No, and if let's say you are single and you want to be in a relationship, yeah. you should have you should still have items in there as a couple, like two nightstands. 
if you have a lamp on one nightstand, have a lamp on the other. Mm -hmm. um, I had a client who had this beautiful painting of a single woman over her bed. And I looked at her and I said, so do you want to be single? She's like, no. I go, well, you got to move that painting because you're, you're, you're just programmed that you are going to be single because you have a single woman painting over your bed. What about a mirror over your bed? Not on the ceiling, but over the bed. <laughs> That's fine. Is I that mean, fine? You just want to make sure that it's really secure. Mm -hmm. um, and so speaking of bed placement, mm -hmm. that's another thing. Um, there are three rules. And the hierarchy is you do not want to have your headboard against the wall that has a drain. Okay. So if it's a, if it's a bathroom or mm -hmm. even outside, if there's a drain outside, um, that's just because the idea is when you're sleeping, you know, you're formulating, you're rejuvenating, and to have a drain behind you means it's just sucking anything good that's coming to you. How do I know if there's a drain outside the house? You can just go walk, look and see. Be, what does it look like? Well, it just, on the ground? like if you had a... Um, <laughs> Again, uh, I'm taking us off topic. Okay, <laughs> okay. so that's one thing. You said there were three rules okay, for the so bedroom. So the, the other thing is um, you do not want to have the foot of your bed facing the door that you enter into okay. the bedroom okay. because so the the thought is the only way you're leaving your bedroom feet first is you're dead and they're wailing you out really and yeah so, but i'm thinking of heather your room you've got a big king size bed yes and it won't fit the other way mm -mm. probably yeah no it's just the way the house was designed but all these things are like okay what can she do though can she hang beads during over the doorway or something yeah you can do that i would close the door when you yeah, sleep i, I do. would definitely close the door um and then the third thing is they say don't have your bed under a window. And the only reason for that is like, and, you know, if you think about, you know, 6,000 years ago, there were thieves that would come in and, mm -hmm. you know, slit your throat or something. I actually have, because of my bedroom, I have my bed under a window. But, you know, that's just, that's the least of the problems. You know, the drainage is the first one. Mm -hmm. The second one is if you have to face the door, then um, if you have a good bed that has maybe a frame. Mm -hmm. so that a footboard maybe. A footboard, mm -hmm. yeah. So you're, oh, yeah. there you go. That's so a that good helps. idea. That have, you you could also put a mirror. What about a what about a settee at the end of the bed? Yeah, I mean you know you just want you just want to symbolize that I'm not going anywhere. Okay. okay. Yeah, definitely. And what you if might, you're yeah. okay with that? Like, yeah. Right. yeah, you know what? Yeah. I've had a good life. I'm I'm good with it. Or get, a twin, <laughs> get a twin bed and put it the other way. There you go. There you go. Or sleep sideways on the bed. You could. There you go. Bedroom. What about kids' bedrooms? Are there different rules that apply to kids' bedrooms? You know you want. You don't want there to be too many distractions in terms of a lot of toys and things mm -hmm. um, when they're little because if there's too much excitement going on, they'll have a hard time sleeping. Mm -hmm. <coughs> and sleep is so important. Yes. And again, the same thing with the bookshelf. You know, you want to have them to have free ideas. And you want them to be um, representative of who they are and, and happy. You know, mm -hmm. it, now depending on like where... Um, where the child's bedroom falls in on the house. Again, we talked about if, if they're in the wealth corner, you know, if you can move them, that would be ideal because that gives that child, whether they know it or not, they, that child will end up having a lot of power. That and kid will go to Harvard. Yeah, well, yeah. possibly, but there it also could cause struggles in the house. Mm. There could be power plays in the house. Piggy bank. Yeah. <laughs> How about the kitchen? Oh, the, yeah, kitchen. So the kitchen, and it, it, as a realtor, mm -hmm. sometimes it's, I have to just really bite my tongue. Um, it's ideal not to have the sink directly across from the stove um, because really? if you think the stove is the hearth of your home I mean that that is the fire and it generates the energy and that's you know you think about you're cooking for your family there's a lot of love in there mm -hmm. and it's just it should bring joy and, mm -hmm. and love and happiness and 
and where the elements, what they, what um, some think we call it, um, creating and destroying, and water. And so, if a stove is a representative of a fire, what destroys fire is water. Mm -hmm. And so, if you have that, the water, the sink directly across from that stove. First of all, I would think that if you have two people cooking together, from a practical standpoint, if you're at the stove cooking and some someone's behind you washing dishes or prepping, that's got to be awkward. Mm -hmm. So even if they're, they can be apart, across from each other, but slightly askew, okay. which is what we generally try to see. Um, because still, literally like almost every house that you walk into yeah. these days has an island, has the sink in the island or the range in the island. Exactly. And the sink is across from it. Every, exactly. Every single every house. Exactly. I mean, I'm trying to think of a house that's not like that. Mm -hmm. And so and so generally you want to have it just slightly, because mine are apart from each other. Okay, but so what can we do? What can we do if they're not a scoop? Well, what Dr. You, Seuss. I know, right? Um, <laughs> what you can do is... Um, move. You can, you can move. There, Listen uh, up. You know, some people, If you need honestly, to sell your home, <laughs> just right. stay tuned after the podcast. That's right, exactly. Some, you know, some people um, have done that. I mean, some people will, I mean, if they're really intent on getting it right, they'll, they'll move the sink or they'll do something. But you don't have to go to that drastic measure. You can do, um, you can put like a, just like a, um, a rug down on the, on the floor. Okay, it, 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 but if there's hardwood floors, so the, I didn't think, so um, wood, um, water actually nurtures, nurtures wood. Mm -hmm. So if you have like hardwood floors in the kitchen, that will really help because that kind of combats the, the energy there. Um, you could have like a red tea kettle on the stove that just adds a little bit more fire. Okay. Just to, or, or something, just mm -hmm. like a, or trivet. What if your entire island <laughs> red orange <laughs> is that good it can be like red I mean, orange it marble has, it has to feel good yeah i mean if you that's the other thing too if you know if you love something or hate it intention <laughs> so I, no, well intention is huge in feng shui so we t when we talk about feng shui um we talk about you know you feng shui the home yeah. You think about the Chinese, you can do also think about Chinese astrology if people want to have their charts read mm -hmm. and know what their elements are and uh, tweak that. Um, but then there's personal intention. And so you can have a horrible chart and you can have, your house could be in just, you know, like just a shambles. But if you are a positive and a you know, energetic person, you, there's a lot you can overcome. Mm -hmm. But it does help because each thing contrib contributes to a two thirds or to a third. So if you, if you, if you're, chart is in alignment and your house is feng shuied, but you have a negative energy, you know, you're still not going to be mm -hmm. up to your full potential. Interesting. I have a question. Um, so, you know, because we do talk, we cover a lot of topics about divorce. Um, if a couple like that has got like, they, they're older, they have kids, they've decided to come join families and they're moving into a house together. Do you ever consult with both of them to be like, okay, like I know this is this was your house or this was my house, and like we can, we need to look at the energy here and if this is going to work for my energy versus your energy. I mean, do you ever do consult consultations I do. like I, that? And, and because people have certain directions that mm -hmm. work for them, and um, but you know, again, it goes to intention and and respect. The first thing I would do is I talk about the master bedroom, and. Joint fan, you know the 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 failure rate of, of second marriages mm -hmm. when they're blended, it, you, you probably know, is pretty high. Mm -hmm. So you want to make sure where you come together as a couple. That's got to be truly the most important most part. important part. Mm -hmm. And so, um, so make sure you know the making. Sh and sometimes you have to acquiesce. Sometimes people like maybe your best direction where you sleep is going to be facing east, and the other person is west. You know, it doesn't mean that it's not going to work. It, you know, whoever's acquiescing, mm -hmm. that's love and that's intention, and so that's really great. Um, there are certain things that we can do for um, like cures, they, they call them, um, but, um, 
what, what I suggest too, when people who are just blending their families, there's um, animals that mate for life, like the mandarin duck. Mm-hmm. If you have two of them, and they're just little, like on a um, on your like um, dresser or somewhere mm-hmm. in your, where you can see where everyone can see them, you know, the husband and wife can see them, and uh, you set them on like a little red envelope, Chinese red envelope, and inside the envelope, you write three positive affirmations about the marriage. Um, we are, you know, a loving and caring couple to, toward each other. We communicate very well and honor and respect each other's needs. And which, whatever these are, what you want in your marriage, and you stick that in the envelope, and you put the little ducks together, the little beaks together, and it's just this reminder, and it's a, it's a cue, mm-hmm. and and reaffirms as you're walking in and out of that bedroom, that's who we are. That's really interesting. Y- you just referenced um, maybe you're better sleeping this way, and they're better sleeping this way. Are you suggesting that we kind of need to get a full read on our whole our whole thing before we do all this? Like, do I kind of need to go and get a reading on you can. when I was born? Am I a absolutely. water? Am I a fire? You can. Absolutely. You know, I do various different things. Some people just want to make sure their house flows. And I'm fine with that. Some people, there's something called flying star, which is energy that comes in the house. that The house is built, they call it a natal star. It's built in a certain energy. And then every year that energy changes with the Chinese New Year. And mm-hmm. we, kind of, we, can, we can track it and adjust it. Some people like that. It's like layers on top of that. And that's called flying star. Some people like the, the Batsi or the Chinese astrology to, to know. Um, so let's say I'm a person that is a very, very, very strong earth person, so much so that... Um, I, maybe I'm losing, I don't have enough wealth element in my chart. So maybe knowing that I'm going to really make sure I true up my wealth corner. I mean, there, mm-hmm. it helps you kind of mm-hmm. zero in on what you want to do. You know what do. you are, Heather? No, I have no idea. Oh, we'll have to do that. Should we guess? No. Should we just oh, guess? Definitely. I'm yeah. kidding. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. You never know. And you just said a minute ago, what if you're kind of screwed on your whole chart? Like, can you be? There's Ab- a good you, thing. Oh, absolutely. There's such a thing as good and bad. Yeah, because let's say I, you know, I have penalties in my chart. And so there are things you can really? do. Oh, absolutely. Penalties. I'm a double dragon. And it's like self-argue. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Double dragon. A double dragon. So, um, and so I, you know, I self-argue. With, it, that's you call it self-argue. But, what about how we dress? Is that something Absolutely. Too? Oh. Absolutely. Um, I've had clients He's um, who's... Um, a very, very strong fire person. Oh. And the problem is when you have somebody who has, and there's no control in this person's chart. And when you have that, what happens is, um, you well, you, first of all, you tend to be very, very good entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. But sometimes you have issues with, you know, maybe either substance abuse or just, you know, just, you know control. I don't know anybody like that. Go ahead, sorry. No, no. <laughs> so you'd want to you wanna wear colors that maybe are more watercolors just to kind of calm you down. Um, right. Like light blue, maybe. Yeah, um, uh, actually dark blues, dark blues. and Pink. blacks. Um, but you know, or if you are a very, very strong earth person, and what um, controls earth is actually wood. So mm-hmm. maybe wear more greens if if you have. To. So it's just a matter a matter of you know what what you are. Um, hmm, that's so interesting. And even like if you ever find yourself going into a restaurant, you might find yourself gravitating toward. A specific seat. Mozzarella sticks. No, I'm sorry. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, even well, they, they, yeah, you never know. But you might find yourself like more comfortable in a, in a certain direction. What if you're like crazy picky about where you sit? Like you don't, you don't even care if they bring you any food at all, but you want to. Then you, then you must very have this. Besides interest. being a raging bitch, do you? Are you very specific? Like, are you intuitive? I, like, is it, do you need to face a certain? Direction? I don't eat. Like, the, they could bring me the wrong food, and mm-hmm. I just feel like I'll eat your food. But like, I. It's the experience of like where I sit that means, like like the whole the whole thing. Oh, absolutely! And you're probably really sensitive to that, and it may, and it may because you don't want to face a certain way. Um, but so even talking about 
going into your, like, so an office, for example, how you set up your office. Um, you want to have a wall behind your desk, mm -hmm. like behind where you're sitting. You need to have something strong behind you, and you need to be able to see the door. Um, you don't want to have people sneaking up on you. And, and it's a very powerful place. You know, you want to be in a power position. Interesting. So... I, can, I mean, literally, I can keep asking questions, but I know, now, now I just need to pay her because this is like my <laughs> own. This is my own personal nonsense at this point. Okay, so like someone who's newly divorced. Okay. They have a new space, oh, brand good one, new. Good one, yeah. That's their own for the first time in their life, or like maybe in a very, very long time. What do you? What are like your top three tips for them to look for, to suggest, and to kind of hone in on the energy of their new space? First of all, when they walk in, they have to love it. Mm -hmm. They, I mean, absolutely. Cause Don't they, you feel like that's, that's yeah. real estate? Yeah, like. they have to love it. Um, I, first, I look on the outside of the house. I want to make sure. So we want to make sure the house itself, where they're living, doesn't have anything surrounding it that's like taller and coming down on them. They call okay. that a shaw. And it's like this negative energy coming into the house. And we don't want that. Mm -hmm. um, secondly, you want to look where your wealth corner is. Mm -hmm. I look for, um, I, and I do consulting, um, on people who client other agents clients who um, in the inspection period mm -hmm. like is this a good house um, because we want we want to make sure the wealth corner is an appropriate place we want to make sure that their bed placement will be in a good place mm -hmm. for them um, you want you know you want you know you check out the kitchen I mean obviously we can do things about the stove placement and the and the sink placement um, but those are you know those are huge and also where the relationship area is in the home. We want to make sure because they're just coming off a divorce, mm -hmm. the relationship area will be so the far right hand corner. Okay. And so we want to make sure it doesn't matter necessarily what it is. We just want to make sure that we can, um, because that's actually governed by Earth. And so if there if it is in a bathroom, we just we just want to make sure that we can set it up and do some things to it to really true it up. What do you mean relation? I'm sorry. What do you mean relationship? So corner? in your Bagua map in the in the nine square, yeah. so there's the far left corner of your home is going to be the wealth Money, and prosperity. Right? The, then that set the, then the far the middle far that's your um, fame and um, pros and um, and respect your reputation. And then next to that, the far right corner is going to be your relationships, and that's love and marriage, but all relationships, you know, business and personal. And so coming off a of divorce, obviously, that's, that's a sensitive area. Mm -hmm. can, so, can we ever just take the bedrooms out of it? Like, seriously, like if, if the far right is a kid's bedroom, mm -hmm. but then right outside of it far right is a family area, you know what I mean? Do I really still have to think of the far right in the kid's bedroom is the relationship? Area. Well, no. I mean, if there's another, if there's another room, can out I there. cheat? Like, am I asking to cheat? You know <laughs> well, what I'm saying, you, though. You're, you're gonna you, cheat. Yeah, you, yeah, you can't really cheat because it is what it is. But if you know, but if there's a room next to that, it doesn't have to be. You know, these areas don't have to be in a bedroom. It can be wherever they happen to fall into the house. It can be. In, you know, you might have your your spirituality and knowledge in your garage, and and that doesn't. It's not terrible. It just means you just. You know, keep your garage nice. You know? Where do you find your spirituality on the in the map? So it'd be right. So it right next to the front door. It's to the left of the front door. Oh. And then you know, and some houses are just shaped weird, and you what you have what's called like an empty area, mm -hmm. um, or a missing part of your map. But that's okay. I actually have that. Mm -hmm. But I also have outside. I have this huge pine tree, which anchors, which is an mm -hmm. anchor, and it fills in that void. Interesting. So you know, there's a lot you can work with. Okay. Because not everybody has a square or rectangular right. house. Right. You could put like a little, like a, say that your powder room is mm -hmm. that area. You could do like like a little mini altar 
that no one else knows is like a mini altar, but well, like can, in yeah. the powder. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, and you yeah. can even use um, photographs. So, for again, back to the wealth. Oh, corner. photographs! Talk about that. Because, yes. like, so in the wealth corner, you might. I have had clients say, "I don't like real trees. I don't like artificial trees." I go, "How about?" a photo or a painting or a picture. And sometimes you can't. There is a wealth corner in a kitchen and there's a cabinet there. You can't put a tree or anything there. But you can on the wall you can put a picture of a beautiful upward growing tree. Interesting. Anything about pictures outside of the bedroom? So pictures, you know, we have an area that's health and family, and that's a great place to have your family photos um, because it's, it's uh, it honor and respects that area. Um, but you can have pictures anywhere you know what you want to look for is making sure that the frames are appropriate mm-hmm. um, if it's a wood area you want to make sure the frames probably aren't metal oh wow but but if they are metal make sure that the shape of wood would be rectangular so, so metal and wood clash clash like, right what if your house is entirely metal and wood like, it's okay because <laughs> so the thing is oh, sh- shape will supersede anything so oh. if I you know if you if it, so it's kind of, there's like this hierarchy. It's the element itself, then there's the shape, and then okay. there's the color of the element that you can use to in- include things. So you, you can, people can hire you. Mm-hmm. Yes. And you do you charge like by the hour? I do. It's usually, um, I guess the first hour is $99, and okay. then each additional hour is 49 That's great. That's okay. a great deal. And then you can come out and be like, these are my suggestions. Right. And I, and again, I can do as much or as little. Like some people... What a great gift. Like a home... Oh, like a home oh are you kidding gift. me? A closing gift. Amazing. Oh, yeah. my gosh. I, do you ever consult with builders? I was thinking I haven't. That. I would love to. That's, I would absolutely I love to. I think that would be such a smart thing to do before they even get started on the design of the house. Like to really go out and look at the lot and the, the way The lot faces. is huge. Ideally... Um, the so moat. The moat. Well, you know, it's, <laughs> it's no secret. Like, so Arcadia is a very affluent area. But the reason, too, is that we have this big mountain mm-hmm. behind us, and that's a lot of strength. Ideally, you want oh. the strength, the mountain behind you, and what you consider like water energy in front of your house. Oh, interesting. So it's, and we have that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We have a Gosh, lot I think I, this podcast is going <laughs> to cost me right? probably $25,000, because <laughs> <laughs> now I'm like, I got to rip out my bathroom, I got to buy all the furniture. <laughs> um, I just, uh, We've covered so much, but yet I feel like there's so many well, things we could. I'm so caught up. Talk about <coughs> not that that cough is just because I need a drink of water. That's because okay. not because I'm sick. Yeah, anybody so. okay? Um, I'm so caught up in the little details, mm-hmm. but I feel like we didn't even focus enough on the big picture idea of how to know, like when it's time, like to change your energy mm-hmm. and what that means and what you can do. Like I almost feel like we need another episode on the idea of changing your energy and details for that besides mm-hmm. just the, the finite details of where things should be. So if you have a house, so for example, I, I do space clearing too. Oh. And we, you know, and people do do saging, but the thing about saging is it's really messy. Oh. Um, it just, it, it, you know, it's really smoky. You got to open everything up and it, and it can sometimes be kind of dirty. And, and so, um, you know, generally, the people I practice with, we don't generally do saging. But some people, I do have friends that are experts in saging. They mm-hmm. Specifically, that's what they do. 
Um, and sometimes I was told it can take like two days to like thoroughly. Is it kind of like 2017? Yeah, you know, because we use, I use um, a seven metal Tibetan bell and we use bells. Bells um, are the new. The energy is really amazing. Yeah. Well, sure. And some chanting. Mm-hmm. Um, and we can even, you know, there are some great um, Tibetan incense that you can use just to clear the energy in the house. You definitely want to walk through. First thing I like to do is walk through the house with my dowsing rods and just kind of see where the energy is and what's going on. And then talk to the person and say, how do you feel in each of these rooms? Like, what are you feeling? What's what's going on because that's a really great place to start mm-hmm. um, if they're open to it we can do their Chinese astrology and see where they are and is that kind of a separate service that no, you do? I'll include it in okay. you know because it's just the time mm-hmm. um, so I'll go through that and generally I like to try to do that if I can get that information before I come in um, and also the the address obviously so I, I will map the house and, and see what the, where the directions are the front door and just mm-hmm. so I know you'll do my chart before you even get there yeah so that you, you really get your money's worth here oh, because you're getting more than an hour I want to do the whole thing and have it videotaped double dragon or do a podcast while we do it oh I mean, yeah be fun oh honestly. let's oh, do that we'll pay you yeah for an hour mm-hmm. and we'll just get our oh absolutely I, oh, let's yikes. do that that would be amazing <laughs> that would be a lot of fun oh yeah it's <laughs> And, and, and I always have to tell that people that everybody has amazing, positive, great things in their chart. And then we all sometimes just have some stuff in our chart. And, it, and then it makes sense mm-hmm. because there's mm-hmm. something called these luck pillars and they go in 10 years. And you're like, so how was it when you were like from age 18 to 28? Oh, that was like the worst luck time of pillars. my life that I can go, yeah, that you were in conflict. Or they might say that was like the, I had an amazing run there um, wow. or money was flowing in or I was really poor. And you can kind of see what's going on and it just as the elements flow in and out of your life i think that there's another whole episode or two in this i, love I think the there's a whole the live... might be another whole podcast i know we just keep talking about this forever i agree i'm so intrigued i believe so much in the whole mm-hmm. energy idea i'm obviously not an expert like you but i completely believe in it i'm we're vibrating on a level where we're going to attract well and it's here we are i mean so if i can like mm-hmm. so we're in a rat year which is Yang, big water and big metal, and 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 usually these these elements work well together, but they're mm-hmm. very very cold elements, and they're actually creating they create a lot of fear, and this is where we are right now. Interesting. We're having a lot. What's of, next year? Next year is still going to be um, oh, not as much fire, but we are getting so May, the second week in May, we're actually going to as the month rolls out. So in Chinese astrology. And the calendar, the month doesn't start on the first. It usually, mm-hmm. It's kind of funky. It's a little hinky. It can start on the sixth or the seventh or the fifth. So by next week, we'll have some more fire in our charts. Mm-hmm. In, and what's going to happen is if things are going to ease up. People are going to start to feel better. That's kind um, of good. Next Thank year, you. there's not so much fire. I think there's going to be more fire in 2022. Okay. But yeah. Well, time to get prepared then. I know. Please take a minute and tell people where they can find you, where yes. they can Absolutely. find you online, plug your business. Your like, address. Oh, yeah. thank you. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> what car do you drive? Uh, so I have a website, and it's okay. Feng Shui by Emily, and it's F-E-N-G-S-H-U-I by B-Y, Emily.com, and you can contact me there. Um, my email is E-A Whitwell, W-H-I-T-W-E-L-L at gmail.com. And we'll include some of the information on the description of the podcast Absolutely. as well. Yeah. So. And I do have some like videos and some links that you can see just to get just if you're still curious, you can I'm adding videos every week on um, just kind of going over just the two minute basics of the Bagua map so you can kind of have a little bit of an understanding. I'm guessing that in details, this is going to go down to like earrings. Like, you know what I mean? Like it can accessories Absolutely. you should have or not have on and yeah. like cars, the color of your car, maybe. Or oh, yeah, all the Absolutely. details. It can. I mean, some people, you know, and you just, 
you know, you don't want it to be like, you know, you're running down a rabbit hole. Right. And but if you if things are making you feel better mm-hmm. in, and everybody has a different level of mm-hmm. what they need. And so there and there, so there's no right and wrong. You know, some people just want to know, you know, should An I wear awareness. this? Yeah, right. Yeah. The awareness of it. Um, and it sometimes like I've had um, to if somebody has too much um, metal in their chart mm-hmm. and maybe they need some um, or earth or wood, we'll change out the sheets in the bed. And see how that goes. Change out the sheets. Yeah, because you're about so metal? when you sleep, um, that's a long time to be in one place, yeah. and so you can absorb some of that energy. So just new sheets in general. Yeah, you can. Are mm-hmm. we sponsored by a sheet company? We Not should. Yet. We should. Bed Bath and Beyond. Bed, Here bed, we come. Yeah. <laughs> um, Macy's. <laughs> bed Bath and Feng Shui. I yeah I, I should just I had another question, but I should just stop. I love it all. I know. Let's do another one. Thank Absolutely. you so much You're for being welcome. here, Emily. We Thanks really, really me. appreciate it. It's fascinating. And, Thank you. You know, we hope to see you again. Yeah, absolutely. Love All right. It. Thank, Thank you. you. Thanks. How do you say bye in French? I just say bye. Just say bye. Bagua. Yeah. Bagua. Yeah. Bagua. <laughs> Bagua. <laughs>